Hello everyone, I hope everyone is having a super awesome day. My name is B, and welcome back to the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. I hope everyone has been having a great week so far. Um, it's Monday, woohoo, my favorite day of the week. I'm so excited for another week, new goals to accomplish, new things to do, new things to learn, new people to see, new experiences. I just love Mondays and I really love like looking forward to the week ahead and planning the week ahead and writing everything out on my agenda. You guys know how it is, but I can't believe it's already January 20th what the hell it's like there's only 10 days left of this month like the first chapter of 2020 is almost done I can't believe it I feel like New Year's was like just a few days ago and I'm actually at home right now which is really nice like home home um and it feels like I was here for Christmas like literally a week ago so this month is just flying by and I am so 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 dumbfounded by how quickly this shit is going by and I want time to slow down because time's going too fast and I don't want it to go fast. Um, I actually have my for- my first cold of the year so sorry for the sound of my voice. I know I sound super nasally and a little bit gross but I have a cold again. I don't know what it is with me and my immune system. I swear if one person on my team is sick, one person I work with is sick, one person I sit next to on the subway is sick, I will get it. I pick up absolutely everything that goes around and it's honestly really frustrating. Um, and I just keep getting sick. I actually have a note section in my phone where I have been keeping track of all the times that I've gotten sick and just writing down like it literally is titled sick and then I write down each of the dates that I'm sick from and it has been way, way, way too much. I swear I've been sick for more of these podcasts than I have been well and I always start off with a disclaimer saying I'm sorry I sound disgusting so I think it is time for me to see a naturopath I do take multivitamins I do try and eat really well um, but I think there must be some vitamins somewhere that I am deficient in um, and that is causing some sort of immunocompromise because like I'm, I am a really stressed out person, but I do sleep a lot. I do try and do things that bring my stress levels, bring my cortisol down. Um, and I don't know what it is. I don't know why I am so sick all the time. I don't know why I catch everything. I feel like for the last like four months, I've been functioning at like 80%, like between 50 and 80%. I can't remember the last time that I was like, I feel 100% well, there's always something. So I think I'm going to see a naturopath because this is bullshit, but you guys, the other night when I like first got the cold and you know, when you first get a cold and you have to like sleep sitting up in your bed, I was sleeping sitting up and I actually put a buttload of eucalyptus oil in my diffuser and it made a huge difference. It really did clear out uh, my sinuses, made breathing a wee bit easier. So eucalyptus essential oil, you guys, you need it. You need it if you have a cold. And then I also put mixed in some lavender, so eucalyptus and lavender. And then I also did peppermint. And that little concoction, peppermint took away my headache, lavender helped me go to sleep, and eucalyptus cleared my earways. So if you get a cold, you guys know the combo. Peppermint, eucalyptus, lavender, diffuser, get it going. It does wonders. It was it was so good. I That's the one thing that I have enjoyed like about this whole being sick thing is learning that concoction and using it. So I'm sorry about the way that my voice sounds in this podcast. Um, I'm really going to try and sound as normal as possible, but you know, what can you do? I just really want to put it out there for you guys and share um, all of the things that I have to share in this episode, because I think this episode is going to be really good. And I'll just give you guys some time right now before we get into a week at a glance. Um, Go grab a piece of paper and a pen. You're going to need it for this episode. Okay? Okay. So my week at a glance. Monday was such a good day. Monday I posted um, the Power of Presence podcast. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, then you absolutely should. I really, really enjoy that episode. I've actually listened to it twice by myself. Um, I listen to all my podcasts back just to make sure that there's no major errors, major glitches, um, major things that I need to take out. I make sure I listen back to each episode once, but I actually listened back, listened it back a second time just because I really like the message that I put out there. Um, and the, 
the feedback, the feedback that I've had from the Power of Presence um, episode has been so amazing. People saying things to me in person, people sending me Instagram DMs. Um, my Instagram is at bee.spiers. That's at b.spears. Um, and the, the feedback I had from Monday's episode was just amazing. So if you're one of those people that gave me feedback, thank you. Um, that was a really special episode for me to put out there. And apparently it was really special for a lot of you guys as well. And I'm so glad to hear that. So thank you. Monday, my roommates and I have been getting into a Monday routine. I don't have class on Mondays. Danny doesn't have class on Mondays. Maddie doesn't have class on Mondays. And, um, We've tried to start like a Monday routine where we actually pick up Danny's mom's car because we live downtown Toronto and there's absolutely no sense having a car downtown when you're a student. You pay more on parking, more on insurance, more on gas than you would actually use it. So we just TTC and walk everywhere, but it is really hard to do groceries without a car. So on Monday, we went to the gym, we visited Danny's mom, and then we picked up her car. We, I think we dropped off empties. I don't remember what we did. Mm-mm. we did groceries um yeah it was just it was just really great and having a car on Mondays really is making a huge difference so I'm really excited for Mondays now because Mondays are my favorite day and Danny doesn't have class and I don't have class and Maddie doesn't have class which really gives us the opportunity to go to the gym get shit done use the car and do things that we wouldn't otherwise be able to do like drop things off at value village or whatever it may be so monday was great tuesday i had class and then after class i went to the mandarin with um one of our friends from germany was here and danny and i and it was the chinese new year so that was kind of fun so we went to the mandarin ate way too much food and then I went back to my house I have been dog sitting for one of my roommates um so I spent some time with the pup we went for a walk it's been really nice going for a morning walk each morning um with my roommate's dog it's been it's been enjoyable she's kind of crazy and she's kind of a lot to deal with um but I was sort of getting into a nice wee routine of wake up coffee go for a walk yeah it was kind of fun and then Tuesday evenings um my friends and I are trying to meet up every Tuesday um, evening, afternoon, just for a few hours to study, plan, whatever it may be. A lot of us have sort of recognized that this is our last um, definite semester together. And after the semester, we don't know where we will be. So it's really nice to sort of have that time each week where we meet up, whether we have a lot of work to do or we have no schoolwork to do and we just need to plan or answer emails or whatever it may be. So I did that on Tuesday, which was really nice. On Wednesday, I volunteered at the physio clinic and then I worked. And then after work, my sister came over and spent the night because she had an exam to write in Toronto the next day. So she stayed over on Wednesday night, which was kind of fun. We got to hang out and catch up a wee bit and you guys know my sister's my best friend so it was really nice to have her in Toronto on Thursday morning my sister and I woke up we had coffee because we both drink coffee and um that was really nice and then we went out for brunch we went to um what's it called we went to by the way and we got their famous eggs benedict but it has like a creamy dill sauce it was really 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 good so yeah i went to lunch with my sister and then after that we went uh we jumped on the subway went down to the eaton center because we really wanted to go to lush and sage i love lush my sister was looking for a hair product she got it it's called sunny day it is like a really good um just spray like you just spray it on your hair and it's not something that makes your hair like crunchy it's not something that makes your hair curly it's just like a anti-frizz spray almost like a leave-in conditioner um so we got that from lush and my sister had actually never been to a lush store she l- uses and loves a lot of lush products but usually i buy them for her and give them to her or she gets them online or we get them from my cousin so it was kind of fun for her to like actually go to a Lush store as we move towards being um, more environmentally friendly and um, as we move away from companies and products that test on animals. So that was kind of fun. And then we went into the Sage store as well and sniffed all the things. <laughs> and then after my sister left, I went to the dentist. I know I've been updating you guys about this whole dentist thing for the last like month, but it has literally taken me so long to get this damn thing over with so I went to the dentist I finally got the final root canal my tooth is fixed and I don't have to go back to the dentist as of right now I don't have to go back to the dentist for any more work on this tooth knock on wood where's the wood knock 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 um 
but yeah, it's finally done. So, and I was there for three and a half hours and then I was actually late for my class because I was at the dentist for so long, but I was like thinking like, Oh, I don't really want to go to class. I'm already like an hour late. It's really awkward walking into a class an hour late because my kinesiology classes are quite small and you actually know like most of the people in the class and I don't want to like walk in with my face was like literally so numb I was drooling I just looked like a bag of shit and I went to the class anyways and to my surprise I didn't check ahead of time the class was all about maternal wellness and care and exercise during pregnancy and all of that and I'm just so happy because I literally wasn't gonna go and I was like you know what, I'll just go, I'll just suck it up, I'll be late, whatever, and then I valued that class so much, I was like, oh my god, like, what are the odds, like, this is exactly what I'm interested in, this is my favorite topic, um, yeah, so I'm really happy that I chose to go to class on Thursday, and I'm sure that you guys are going to hear so much more about this class, it is called The Role of Exercise in Women's Health, um, and I think it's going to be super prevalent, and I'm just super interested in this class and learning about it and yeah I'm really excited for that Thursday night after class I came back home and my roommate had made me some lentil soup and left it there for me because my teeth were all effed up and my face was all numb and I was pretty sore after being at the dentist she made me some lentil soup which was so sweet so I had lentil soup and then I watched Nikki Tutorial's coming out video and let me tell you I was not expecting that I thought she was going to come out as bi or gay or something I don't know and then she was just like I'm trans and if you guys haven't watched Nikki Tutorial's new video of her coming out as trans go watch it it's pretty crazy um but also I think it's really really sad that Nikki came out as trans because she was essentially blackmailed into it and then there's been all this drama with Tarte and Tarte Cosmetics and someone that worked with Tarte Cosmetics had some really bad things to say about Nikki Tutorial's after the coming out video was posted so then apparently Tarte fired that girl who posted that really bad thing but now other people are saying did they really fire her is it just for you know to make people shut up when she actually is still working for Tarte so in summary I am not going to be shopping at Tarte until I know that that person has definitely been removed as staff permanently and I don't know. The whole thing was just crazy. So just go search on YouTube, Nikki Tutorials coming out and then also search on YouTube, Nikki Tutorials Tart, and you guys will figure out all the tea. It's, it's really bad. And I just wish people were more kind to one another because there's so much negativity in the world and we need to turn that around. On Friday, I went back to my placement, which was really exciting because the participants haven't seen me since before Christmas, and it was just really nice to see all of them. They were so excited. It was so cute. I was getting so many hugs from all of the participants, and it was a good day, and I don't even really remember what we did that day. Um... But it was fun. It was it was really fun. And I was happy to be back at placement. And I know that I'm going to miss it when it's done. And then right after placement, I went straight from placement to work. Um, work was good as usual. Love good Friday night at the clinic. I drank a lot of tea because I was really not feeling very well. And then after work, I just went right home. I was going to go to the gym, but I was honestly like not feeling good. I was leaking snot everywhere. And I just knew that going to the gym would not only like yes it would probably make me feel better um, because I really believe in sweating it out but I was leaking so much snot that I knew that if I went to the gym all I was going to do was get everybody else sick so I bit my tongue I went home and I actually locked myself in my room and I started purging my closet purging 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 and I really like want to have less items I have so many items and I love certain items and I love having specific backpacks for specific things I like having my backpacks for hiking I like having my backpacks for going to school I like having my rugby bag um but it's really time for me to downsize in the amount of things that I have and even like jewelry that I don't wear anymore that's from previous partners that I've been with or you know random things here and there that I just never use I really do want to get rid of things but it's really hard for me to just donate things that are brand new expensive and of really good quality but I find that like selling things just never ever ever works so I actually posted a bunch of things on buns that's b-u-n-z I'm not sure how many cities have buns but it is a thing in Toronto where you actually post things onto your profile and you trade with other people so I have a bunch of things up for trade on my profile and then I have an in search of list and then people can look at my in search of list and see like 
oh, I see that you posted that bracelet for trade and you were in search of a bag of avocados or you were in search of a Swiffer West wet jet or whatever, you know, like you trade for like the most random, random, random things. And I really like it because there's no exchange of money. I don't really need more money. Or sometimes I just give things away because I don't need anything for trade. Or I'll just ask them, bring me a coffee and call it a day and just take this item off my hands. So that was kind of fun. So I've been posting a lot of things on buns. So if you live in Toronto, definitely check out my buns. It's just Bethany Spears. And if you want anything, let me know because I really am trying to get rid of things. And I have a huge bag of clothes that I would like to give to Valley Village. Also, I think if you're one of my friends and you're listening to this, I think I'm going to do a clothing swap at my home in Toronto um, in the new year, in the new year, it is the new year, in the spring. Um, So when everyone's doing their spring cleaning, maybe hold on to some of your things and we can do a clothing swap at my house and then everything else we can donate to a women's shelter. I think that'd be a good idea. If you guys are down, let me know in the Facebook group. My song of the week this week is actually a song that I heard when my sister and I were in Sage and I shazammed it and it is Find by Shalu. Casbo and Cody Lavochas. I don't know. It's just a really good vibe, um, really good like driving song, and I really really like it. It's like super chill, um, kind of like EDM, but not like it's, it's, it's like I don't really like that EDM. I don't know what the the genre of music that I like is called. I really like Odessa. Um, I really like Petite Biscuit, um, like that sort of like vibey stuff, but like EDM, whenever I like look up EDM, it's literally just like, and that's not what I like. So if someone knows like what genre of music Odessa is, let me know. Cause that's a shit that I like this week. I can't get enough of, well, let me tell you guys, because I've been sick, my appetite has been a little bit funny and I honestly couldn't even really tell you what I ate this week because I don't really know. Um, but I can't get enough of this week is lemon ginger tea and then I actually add honey and sometimes I'll also add an extra slice of fresh ginger. I almost said hummus. An extra slice of fresh ginger. So it's just lemon ginger tea and it's so good. It's a herbal tea so it's really good to have at nighttime. It doesn't have any caffeine in it and when I add that honey it really helps my throat. So yeah, lemon ginger tea. I definitely can't get enough of that this week. Guys, I'm feeling so grateful for this podcast and the feedback from last week was amazing so thank you to everyone who said that they enjoyed the episode and thank you to everyone who continues to support me and who continues to tune in each week to the podcast Um, I'm just feeling really grateful for this I'm feeling really grateful that We are creating a community of like-minded individuals who want to sort of change the world together. Um, So thank you to those of you who have sent me messages. Thank you so much to those of you who have shared the podcast on your Instagram stories. I actually did see an increase in listeners this week, and I did have a few of you sharing the podcast on your stories. So thank you so, so, so much for that. Um, I don't think you realize like how much that helps me out, how much that helps me grow. Um, I always say this in every episode, but this podcast will not grow without the help of you guys. So thank you for your ongoing love and support and thank you for your messages and just thank you. It, it warms my soul. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm still in the new year mode and I'm still chasing down my resolutions and looking at my goals and really, really trying to manifest all of those resolutions that I talked about in my resolutions episode. And I'm just so excited and I am such a resolutioner, but I do keep my resolutions in my agenda. And then at the end of each month in the notes section of my agenda, I write down, am I keeping up with my resolutions, blah, 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 blah. And yeah, I've been keeping up with my my resolutions pretty well. I actually just ordered something on Amazon that's going to help out with my resolutions, which are some reusable produce bags. I'm so excited to use them. And I think that I'm going to be able to achieve a lot of good things this year. And I'm in, I'm still in the new year mode. And I'm also thinking like, holy crap, it is a new decade. And it's crazy to think how many changes I'll experience in just the first year of this decade. Like graduating uni, possibly leaving Toronto, possibly moving home, possibly staying in Toronto, um, registering with the College of Kinesiologists of Ontario, post-grad. This year alone, I'm going to experience so, so, so many changes. So I can't even imagine who I will be or where I'll be by the end of this decade. Who will I be in 2030? We're going to get into that today.
Okay, you guys, welcome back. Um, this episode is kind of building off of the episode titled How to Design a Life That You Love. Um, in that episode, I covered not only... Um, In that episode, I covered not really settling for anything in your life, whether it be a job, a relationship, and really creating a life that you love, hunting down um, opportunities, hunting down what you want out of life, hunting down the people that you want in your life, and just really designing a life that you're excited to live and you wake up each day um, feeling super fortunate to live the life that you do. So if you haven't listened to how to design a life that you love, then listen to that episode first and then come back to this. Um, Or you can just listen to this one because they're similar, but they're different. Um, so this episode was sort of the turn of the century. I just can't help but wonder who I will be in 2030. As you guys know, I'm a Pisces. Um, I love planning. I love my agendas. Um, I love having everything planned out. I love having everything written down and like every week I know what I'm doing that week because I plan everything. Honestly, if I made an agenda, like if one day I create like some sort of like online shop, if I made an agenda, would you guys buy it? Just let me know. Let me know in the Facebook group. There's so many agendas out there, but I can totally see myself creating like a crazy beautiful life agenda one day because I just love agendas. They're one of my favorite things in the world. <laughs> it's so pathetic. I just love them. <laughs> I can't really laugh because I'm sick. It's so weird. Um, Anyways, um, I am a Pisces, I am a planner, I am an organizer, and I love having it all figured out, but when I think about myself in 2030, I can literally tell you everything. I can tell you what my house smells like, I can tell you what my house looks like, I can tell you how many kids I have, I can tell you what career I'm working, I can tell you where my furniture is from, I have it all figured out, but... I have such a hard time not getting so caught up in having it all figured out and going with the flow. See, because I like planning so much and because I like having everything figured out and because I know exactly what I want to manifest, it sometimes pulls me out of the present moment. And I really am trying to focus on the now, focus on who I have now, what I have now, and everything that I have now. Because I know that if I really appreciate the now and if I really establish a deep connection with the now, the future will man itself it's that will manifest itself and align itself in the way that it is supposed to happen so instead of constantly thinking of who do I want to be in 2030 in terms of setting goals in terms of designing a dream life in terms of designing a life that I wake up each morning that I'm excited to live instead of thinking what do I want to have by 2030 what do I want to be doing who do I want to be with who do I want to blah 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 instead of thinking so much about what I want to be in 2030 and who I want to be in 2030 I like to try and envision and think about my highest self so what I want you guys to do is earlier I told you guys to grab a piece of paper and a pen or a notebook or something like that What I want you to do is grab anything that you can write on if you're out and about right now and you just have the notes section on your phone or even if you just want to think about these questions. I want you guys to think about your highest self. Now your highest self, you can think about that as your ideal self, the person that you really, really want to be. Who is that person in your head that you think, if all my stars were in alignment and if everything was perfect, this is who I would be. This is the life that I would live. These are the things that I would do on a daily practice. Who do you want to be in 2030? Who do you want to spend time with in 2030? So I am going to call my 2030 self my highest self and you can look up all different versions of your highest self online but this is just the way I think of my highest self is like my ideal self, my best self, my most thriving self if you will. So now that you have a pen and a piece of paper, I want you guys to write down these 10 questions. So I'm going to read out these 10 questions. You can pause the episode if you need to. And I want you guys to write down all of these, okay? So number one, what time does your highest self wake up? Two, what does your highest self do every morning? Three, what does your highest self eat? Four, What does your highest self do in their spare time? Five, who does your highest self spend time with? Six, what career does your highest self live? Seven, 
What does my highest self space look like? What does it smell like? Eight, is my highest self physically active? Nine, what does my highest self dress like? And 10, what does my highest self value? So write down those 10 questions and then I want you to answer them. So before you answer them, I'm going to tell you guys, um, I'm going to answer all 10 of those questions in (laughs) not like it's, I hope it doesn't take me too long to answer all of them, but I wrote down those 10 questions and then I answered all of them. So I'm going to tell you guys uh, my answers to those 10 questions right now. So number one, what time does my highest self wake up? My highest self, if I think about who I want to be in 2030 or my ideal self, my highest self wakes up really early. She loves waking up early. She is excited to wake up every early. And because she wakes up early, she also goes to bed early. My highest self probably wakes up around 5.30, 6 a.m., voluntarily is excited to wake up at that time and is looking forward to the day because my highest self really likes the mornings, um, really thrives in the morning, and my highest self is most productive and um, most calm and most happy in the mornings before the world wakes up, the rest of the world wakes up and the chaos ensues and I have to be places and I have to go places and I have to go to work and I have to go to meetings and I have to go to see friends and see family and go to school and whatever it may be. My highest self wakes up really early so that my highest self can have some time for herself and some time to listen to podcasts, read, stretch, drink coffee, have a hot lemon water in the morning. Um, yeah, my highest self wakes up really early too. What does my highest self do every morning? When my highest self wakes up in the morning around like 5.30, 6 a.m., she usually has a hot lemon water first because hot lemon water is really good for digestion. And then after hot lemon water, she has coffee and she journals. She sits down and she journals about different things, different thoughts, different emotions. It's not planned. It's not supposed to be beautifully written. It's not supposed to be anything. It's just really quick journaling, jaunting down notes, getting things done. And then my highest self... um, goes for a run or a walk in the morning. It doesn't have to be long. It might be 10 minutes. It might be five minutes. It might be 30 minutes, but my highest self really likes to get a little bit of a walk or a jog in first thing in the morning to sort of really wake me up. Uh, My highest self makes their bed every single morning. She doesn't leave the, the bed messy and she also spends just a few minutes, maybe five to 10 minutes, um, putting laundry in the laundry basket, doing the dishes from last night's dinner. Um, she really takes her time in the morning to set herself up for success, getting things organized. My highest self, Um, takes a good amount of time to plan out her day and her agenda and uh, preparing herself for the day ahead and then she usually has like some sort of like small breakfast or smoothie or something like that and also takes vitamins with food she is really up to date with her vitamins she really values um, taking her vitamins and values her health and has like a really good morning routine of like wake up hot lemon water, coffee, go for a jog, uh, do some journaling, um, do some planning for the day, planning for the week. And she doesn't really spend a lot of time on her phone in the mornings because it really is her time for herself. Number three, what does my highest self eat? If I think about my highest self and my ideal self and who I really want to be, um, My ideal self really eats healthy and enjoys eating healthy because it makes her feel good. She really eats 100% vegetarian, which I do right now, Um, but she eats mainly plant-based. She doesn't eat that much dairy. She doesn't eat that much cheese. Um, She really does eat mostly plant-based. Ideally, she would be vegan, but um, that's just maybe not going to be ideal right right now because uh, she really likes cheese. (laughs) I really love cheese. I would have a really hard time giving up cheese. But yeah, my highest self eats really healthy, but she also eats uh, locally um, grown um, things that are in season and tries not to eat too many things that are imported. My highest self also has a lot of things in mason jars and goes to the bulk barn for 
all the things and also goes to like the farmer's market and things like that. So when my, when my high self is eating, she's usually going to like farmer's market or local grocers or things like that. And she's, she's focusing on supporting, um, those small and local businesses around her instead of constantly buying from stores that import absolutely everything. My highest self also um, eats a lot of protein, um, not animal protein. She eats a lot of protein powders and legumes and like shakes and things like that because she needs a lot of protein because she's like super, super active. So yeah, my highest self eats a lot of things that are local, farmer's market, bulk barn, sustainable, and in season. Four, what does my highest self do in their spare time? In their spare time, I think my highest self spends a lot of time reading and a lot of time creating and a lot of time listening to podcasts and devoting myself to self-development. During my spare time, my highest self hangs out with really nice people and she reads a lot of really good books about spirituality, um, about yoga, about meditation. She reads a lot of books about nutrition. She reads a lot of books about business and business development. And she reads a lot of books about maternal and perinatal health. Um, Also in their spare time, my highest self creates a lot of content. My highest self posts really interesting YouTube videos that help people. She posts things about sustainability and environmental and environmental eco um, minimalism and academic minimalism and sustainable studying Um, and she also posts a lot of podcasts and she's just posting a lot of content a lot of Instagram photos a lot of really motivational and inspiring things so in my uh, free time my highest self is creating number five who does my highest self spend time with My highest self spends a lot of time with her family because she values her family and knows how important it is to spend time with your family while they're still here. Um, We like to think that people last forever and that they will always be here, but unfortunately that is not the case. So my highest self really values um, spending time with family and truly spending time with them away from technology, away from my phone, away from everything, and just being really there in the moment. My highest self also spends a lot of time with really like-minded individuals who are goal-oriented, who are motivated, who are passionate, and who are just full of love and life and presence. My highest self doesn't really spend time with people who like to gossip a lot or who like to talk poorly about others. My highest self doesn't spend a lot of time with people who only sit around and drink and party. My highest self really does spend a lot of time with um, really quality friends who are like-minded, people who care about health, people who care about fitness, people who care about motivation and passion and creation, um, and just really a lot of girl bosses, if you will. Um, My highest self spends a lot of time with people like that, and my highest self also spends time with people who are doing better than me in life, um, who have more, who have done more, who have created more who have bought a house before I have, who have tons of investments, who have tons of savings. Um, My highest self uh, spends time with people who are a lot more financially, um, I want to say sustainable, but like financially well off or secure. That's the word I'm looking for. My highest self spends a lot of time with people who are a lot more financially secure and I am than I am because it will inspire me to do better. Number six, what career does my highest self have? Um, and I don't really want you guys to answer this with like a specific career because you will have many career, career changes throughout your life. You will follow many different career paths. You will work in different settings with different people for different durations of time. So I don't want to pick a specific career career for my highest self because I know that opportunities may come up and I might not work that career but when I think about what career my highest self has my highest self is working a career that she's passionate about and that she is excited about and that she loves and my highest self is working a career that helps serve other people and doesn't just bring me money it really is 
for the benefit of others, whether it be helping people um, through their pregnancy, helping people have a healthier pregnancy, whether it be doing research to outline um, different gaps where we may not be giving pregnant women the right opportunity to thrive. Um, Maybe it's helping people who have chronic disease or chronic illness, helping them be physically active. Maybe it's helping um, the environment. Maybe it's helping um, the environment or the health of populations in different areas of the world. Whatever it may be, um, my highest self is working a career that she loves and is working a career that helps other people. No matter what my highest self does, she is always going to be doing something that is helping others and also something that she is passionate about and that brings her joy because I don't want my highest self to be doing something that is just paying the bills or that is just you know working for 40 years 40 hours a week for 40 years to retire with 40% of my income, which is the 40-40-40 rule, which I was actually introduced to by an Instagram page that I love by a woman that I think is amazing. And that is um, at the Hippie House on Instagram. In one of her posts, she talked about the 40-40-40. And if you guys haven't heard about that yet, you definitely should. Um, But my highest self isn't doing a job like that where I'm working 40 hours a week um, for 40 years of my life to retire on 40% of my income. My highest self is working a career that I have made for myself, Um, ideally working for a business for myself, a business that is under my name that I have full ownership of. I would really like to be a business owner, Um, but my highest self is doing something that she's really passionate about and doing something that brings her a lot of joy because my highest self doesn't have time to do shit that she doesn't like. (laughs) Uh, number seven, what does my highest self space look, look like and what does my highest self's house smell like or space smell like? And I know this is kind of weird, you guys, but just bear with me. My highest self space is really organized. Um, my highest self doesn't have a lot of belongings. She has belongings that she loves and belongings that really bring her joy. Um, but she doesn't have a lot of unnecessary stuff or unnecessary clutter. She keeps her space really clean so that she can be productive and she can be really present and she's not like overwhelmed by the chaos that is around her. So my highest self space is like really clean and organized. And also my highest self space is sort of filled with things that she has not necessarily collected but things that she's just gathered um, along the way so there's a painting on the wall from a place that she traveled to Um, there's a pillow on the bed that was made by someone that she loves Um, there is like a a crystal or a rock or something from a mountain that she climbed Um, a highest self space is very homey it's very comfortable It's very organized. It smells like essential oils. It smells like health and natural wellness and holistic care. Um, It smells very citrusy sometimes in the mornings. It smells very um, like pine. It smells like pine and evergreen and natural. And my highest self space just like literally smells like essential oils. And when people come into her space or come into her home they just know that it's a place of wellness and it's a place of health and it's a place of natural um, well-being and natural medicine and natural care Um, and yeah that's kind of what my highest self space is like there's also things in my highest self space that are made by her grandpa or made by her brother or made by her mom or you know, there's upcycled um, random furnitures that have been sanded and painted and given another life. There are things that are sustainable. There's not a lot of plastic in my highest self space. There's not a lot of things in my highest self, my highest self space. There's not a lot of fake, um, as my dad calls it, beaver vomit wood, <laughs> which is like plywood. Um, things are very natural and woody looking and there's there's birch um coasters and and wooden potholders from a from a tree that fell down in her woods um it's a very natural and very comforting and very um 
ambient space where she feels very homey and very present and very welcomed. And my highest self space is also very welcoming for everyone else. Um, she loves having her friends over. She loves having her sister and her mom. And she loves a place where people can gather and come together. Number eight, is my highest self physically active? My highest self is physically active in a few different ways. Um, one, in going for runs in the morning. And two, my highest self just lives sort of a healthy, active living lifestyle. The things that my highest self likes to do in her spare time facilitate healthy, active living. She likes to go for walks. She likes to go snowboarding. She likes to go skiing. She likes to go hiking. Um, she likes to go cycling. My highest self really uh, values being outside. So she is really... Um, physically active just in the outdoors and also in the activity that's, in activities that she does, whether it be sailing, swimming, hiking, all of those things. Um, highest Self also really values yoga and stretching. She really values meditation. She really values mobility. Um, and because she works so much and she is her own boss and she is a girl boss, um, she really does need to maintain her mobility to overall maintain her health and well-being. Um, highest Self is physically active as a part of her life. It's not something that she needs to think of oh God, I got to go to the gym or oh God, I got to do this or that. She's honestly just physically active because she wants to be and because it's part of who she is. So she goes to the gym and does a spin class or does a workout or does a home-based workout or um, goes to the gym and trains arms and trains legs and trains whole body and does body pump classes and all sorts of different classes and fun things because it's just part of who she is and it's part of her way of being it's a part of her a way that she sees her friends and interacts with others and my highest self is going to be an entrepreneur and is going to work for themselves so in order for her to sort of meet and connect with other people um, she is going to need to do a lot of group-based fitness um, and that it will just be part of her life Number nine, what does my highest self dress like? My highest self wears uh, clothes from companies that are B Corp or ethically uh, responsible. She doesn't really wear clothes that are of poor quality. She doesn't wear clothes that are poorly made, that are cheap, that are going to fall apart. And she also doesn't wear clothes that support... Um, poverty or paying people in third world countries very poorly to make the clothing she really does try and wear clothes that are of good quality that are sustainable that are from either a b corp company or a one percent for the planet company and that um, the values and morals and ethics of the company are very clearly outlined they're very transparent so She's wearing things that are very sustainable and ethically responsible. So she wears things like that. But my highest self also wears clothes each day that really make her feel good, but also make her look put together. She doesn't really just slap on some shitty pair of leggings with some random ass hoodie. She does that in like her own home and her own time and if she's going to the gym. But she really does uh, put a lot of value into putting clothes on that make her feel confident putting clothes on that make her feel productive and putting clothes on that make her feel good and feel excited. So my highest self dresses like pretty well. She dresses like trendy, chic, um, not really like hipster, not really like preppy. I would just say like chic. She wears a lot of like matching tracksuits when she's going to the gym. Um, she dresses a little bit more, I don't want to say business casual, but like trendy casual, like jeans with like a nice like cardigan and nice booties and in the summer she wears a lot of like really pretty dresses that make her feel good just like really trendy um chic and things that make her feel really confident she also wears a lot of clothes that are of the same color palette so she's sort of less all over the place and because my highest self's life is so chaotic and so crazy um at least she knows that when she opens up her closet everything whether she picks one pair of jeans over the other, one shirt over the other. Um, everything sort of goes together and makes sense. And number 10, what does my highest self value? My highest self values uh, really appreciating the people in her life. She 
really makes it sure that the people that she has in her life know how important they are to her. She values um, spending really quality time with those people um, and allocating time for those people and not squeezing in time for people, not making um, seeing people that she loves a chore or an obligation, but something that she is excited and happy to do. So my highest self really values her friends and her family. Um, my highest self really values a sort of whole body approach to wellness. She really values eating healthy because it's good for her um, and because it makes her feel good. Being physically active because it makes her feel good. It makes her healthy. Um, doing stretching and meditation and going f- to the doctors when she needs to and doing all of those things and taking her vitamins because it w- is what truly makes her feel like her best self. My highest self really values honesty and being honest with the people around her, but also being honest with herself. And my highest self really, really values working for everything that she has. She really values um, working for any jobs that she has, working for any belongings, whether it be a house, whether it be a boat, whether it be a freaking agenda. (laughs) Um, whether it be the clothes on her body or whatever it may be, um, my highest self really values working hard for everything that she wants in life and really hustling and being her own boss and, uh, really just working for everything and every aspect of her life. My highest self also really, really values um, doing things in her daily life that are ethically and environmentally responsible. She really values bringing her (laughs) reusable bags to the grocery store every single time that she goes. She really values bringing her reusable produce bags every single time that she goes. She really values going to bulk barns and filling up her um, mason jars with everything that she could possibly need. She really values shopping locally. She really values supporting the local economy and she really values making decisions in her daily life that are more environmentally friendly and environmentally sustainable. And last but certainly not least, my highest self really values herself and she really deeply, truly loves herself. She loves every single aspect of who she is, what she looks like, how she feels inside. My highest self just values and loves herself so incredibly much. So you guys, those are my answers to those 10 questions. And I really, really, really want you guys to answer those 10 questions. Write them all down. Um, I can write them out in the Facebook group if you don't want to write them down yourself. Um, But yeah, write down all of those things and just really think about them really deeply. Obviously, when I answered those for you guys, I'm just trying to do them more short, if you will. Um, not as detailed, not as in depth because they're, they do get like very personal. Um, but yeah, I just really want you guys to write down those 10 questions and I want you to answer them. Or if you're thinking about them right now, like just think about like, what does my highest self eat? What does my highest self do? What does my highest self do in their spare time? Who does my highest self hang out with? You know, all these aspects of your ideal self. How often does your highest self work out? What type of workouts are they doing? Are they working out every day? Are they working out three times a week? Um, what type of foods are they eating? Are they eating, are they eating plant-based? Are they eating paleo? Are they eating a lot of fish because it's good for you? Are they eating a lot of keto? Are they eating um, an omnivore? Are they eating um, whatever they can grow, whatever they can hunt, whatever they can catch? Whatever it may be, just really think about your highest self uh, right now, your ideal self, the person in a perfect world. If you could be exactly who you wanted to be, who would you be? What would that ideal self look like? And now I want you guys to take a moment and realize that everything you just wrote down, every single answer to every one of those questions, that dream life that you want to have, that dream person that you want to be, that dream life that you want to live and be excited for every single day, it is all attainable right now. Becoming your highest self, becoming your ideal self is attainable right now. 
And what is stopping you from becoming that person? My ideal self wakes up at 5.30, 6 a.m. every day. And I know damn well that if I truly think about it, I can do that. I can do that right now. But then I can also think, what's stopping me from doing that? Oh, well, I stay up late because I work and I have schoolwork and I have this and I have that. And the only thing that's stopping you from becoming your ideal self and becoming your highest self and becoming the person that you want to be is your own limiting beliefs, excuses, and self-doubt. It's true. You can be that person that you want to be. If you want to be your own boss start becoming your own boss. If you want to wake up each day at 5 a.m., start waking up each day at 5 a.m. If you want to be someone who is zero waste, which I don't think is possible, I like to say low waste. If you want to be someone that is low waste, then start doing it. If you want to be someone who shops at farmer's markets instead of shopping at large uh, companies that import everything, find out when the farmer's market is in your community. If you want to be someone who is a world-famous photographer, start taking pictures. If you want to be someone who hangs out with like-minded individuals who are goal-oriented, ori- <laughs> who are goal-oriented, who are driven, and who are like yourself, start networking. Start finding them on LinkedIn. Start finding them on Bumble Friend. If you want to be someone who has written a book and who everyone has read that book, start writing that book. If your highest self's home is beautiful and welcoming and doesn't have a lot of stuff and doesn't have a lot of clutter, start getting rid of things. If your highest self goes for a run every single day and listens to a podcast followed by one hour long of yoga, You can tell yourself you don't have time to do that or you can make time to do that. I'm sure you guys get the point that the highest self that you just wrote down, the ideal self that you just wrote down is all possible. You can create that life right now if you truly want it. So now that you've answered those 10 questions and you have them all written down, take them, take that sheet of paper and put it somewhere that you are going to see it every single day. Put it on the wall next to the toilet. Put it on the inside of your medicine cabinet so that you can read it when you're brushing your teeth. Put it on the inside of your agenda. Put it um, where you sit and have your morning coffee. Put it somewhere that you're going to see it every day and look at it every single day. And then start showing up as that person. Start showing up as your ideal self, as your highest self, as who you want to be in 2030. Start showing up as the person you want to be 10 years from now. Start showing up as the person that you want other people to describe you as. Start showing up as the person that you want people to remember you as. Start being that person. Nothing is holding you back from being the best version of yourself other than your own thoughts your own self-doubt, your lack of confidence, your lack of willingness, nothing is holding you back from the person that you want to be. Good luck. It's a beautiful life.